This is the third Sunday of Advent, what's called Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete is uh, the Latin word for rejoice, and it's in the uh, plural form, the plural command form. So it's like Holy Mother Church saying like, hey, everybody, you got to rejoice today. Like, this is just what we're doing. And uh, it's meant to be kind of like a little break in the middle of Advent, kind of like we get a little break in the middle of Lent. And so we light the rose candle, priests wear rose vestments, like that color is a symbol of joy and of rejoicing. And so it's a church saying, like, today's for joy. And so for those of us who are trying to make spiritual progress, there's um, a core main question, and it's joy about what? Joy about what? What is it pointing to? And the answer for us is actually pretty straightforward, that we were rescued. We were rescued. Last couple of weeks, we've been going over the basics of our faith, and we've been exploring on a deeper level, like why we even exist, why we're Catholic, uh, and the gospel gives us those answers. We were created, we were captured, we were rescued, and in light of all of that, we got to respond. We have to make a choice. A couple of weeks ago, we went deep with the reality that we're created. We're not an accident. We're just not an accident. An infinite consciousness that is reality itself being itself, existence itself, what we call God, decided to exteriorize his internal life and make things outside of himself. That's everything that we see and everything that we don't see. We're a part of that. We're a part of that externalization. We're a part of that system. And the reason we can know that, this is the amazing part, is that he decided to make us like him. We can rationally think. We can know things. We can be aware of ourselves. We're people, just like he's a communion of divine persons. And if you're a person, and we're all people, you're free. You can choose for or against whatever you like. You know, you can move in any direction that you like. It's an incredible power, but it's extremely dangerous if you're a finite creature. Like we are, we're finite creatures. Because when you're free to wander wherever you want, you can get captured. And that's what happened to us. Lucifer, the light bearer, the angel assigned to hold in the manifest glory of God with his wings, directed his angelic mind to us. And he saw that we could throw everything that God had given us away. And that if we did, God would do whatever he had to do to save us. And hate and envy entered his heart. He hated God, and he hated us for that. So the first opportunity he got to encounter our ancestors, he set a trap for them. He convinced these people that God was a liar and that they could take his place. Simple as that. That if they just did what he said they shouldn't do, they'd actually be happier because then they could choose right from wrong for themselves. And they took the bait. 
and they believed those lies, they reached out and they tried to become God themselves. And in doing that, they broke themselves. They just snapped themselves right in half. And they fell into this trap that Satan had set for them. They lost their connection to God. They lost their connection to each other. They lost their connection to nature. Their minds and their hearts were split apart, and they were confused. And they were filled with shame for the first time in their existence. They were captured by the prince of hate, and they condemned all of us to the same fate, to rejection, and to abandonment, and fear, and shame, and powerlessness, and hopelessness, and confusion, to the exact opposite of what we were created for, love. We were made for love, to love. Now, at this point, God had a choice. He could do one of two things. He could leave us in our fallen state, doomed to death, eternal death. That was the consequence. Separation from Him forever. Or He could intervene. He could fight for us. And He chose to fight for us. Now, He could have fought in any conceivable way. He's not limited by anything. But he did the most godlike thing that has ever happened. He incarnated himself in our nature. Why? Because he's Trinity. He's three divine co-equal persons. We're totally focused outward. It's his very nature. It's the structure of reality to be selfless. So what do you do when you're the source of all selflessness? You go fix it yourself. So he became one of us in every way except sin. He entered into the reality of something that he had thought up. That's what the incarnation was. We're his invention. Just thought us up out of nothing. And when we irrevocably broke ourselves, he decided to heal that brokenness from the inside of it. He didn't stand far off and do it. He decided to go right into it. The God of the universe, who's so transcendent we can't even directly think about him, went to a 14, 15-year-old girl in ancient Israel and said, this is my plan to heal the wound of death in humanity. Would that be okay with you? And she responded, fiat mihi secundum verbum to him. Let it be done unto me according to your word. And the God that 93 billion light years of space cannot contain came to dwell in the womb of Miriam of Nazareth. And everything that happened from that point forward, everything he did, everything he said, every person he healed, Every sin he forgave, every demon he cast out was for one singular purpose, to heal us from the wound of death that we couldn't heal ourselves, to destroy 
the power that death had over us, to make it possible for us to best it, to conquer it, to overcome it, to transcend it with his power. We were stuck. We were captured. We couldn't do anything. And he wanted to get us out of it. That's the cross. That's the cross. It's not weakness. It's not a man who was uh, captured by accident and died in defeat. It's the master of the universe using his infinite power to lure death itself to its destruction. Light and darkness can't coexist. One of them has to be the best. Life and death can't coexist. One of them has to have the power. They crucified the Lord of life, and in doing that, they gave him exactly what he wanted, the opportunity to also become the Lord over death, this thing he had not created. Now anyone, and I mean anyone, no matter what they've done, can live. Because when you and I were condemned to a certain eternal death, Jesus came here and he rescued us.